and Tammy here with another episode of We Think World Answers for Kids. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, Ollie. Hi. It's been a little while. Uh huh. A long time. A very, very long time. So, for all you listeners, we just took a little Christmas break, had some family time, some relaxing time, because making a podcast is kind of hard work. So we took a we took a little break, but we're back and uh-huh. ready ready for action. Today we have traditions. Ooh, traditions! We just finished a season of long-standing traditions, right? Christmas, New Year's. I know in our family we have tons of birthdays in the last couple months. Okay, so in today's episode. We have three questions. Can't wait. And one of them we're just going to do as a little thing. What are your family traditions? Ooh. I like it. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? You go because I don't really have any traditions that I can think of. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure you do. I mean. We have traditions, but. Yeah. There's like some common ones, right? Like. Put the stream. You have an elf. That's a tradition. Yeah, that's a tradition. Yeah, we kind of have those similar traditions, at least for if we're talking about Christmas. Uh, we have, yeah. you know, we celebrate Christmas Eve. We usually have dinner. And then we have, my mom always makes lamb. And then we uh, put up the tree and, and have Christmas Day. All that stuff. All, all that similar stuff. But some kind of different traditions that we have are we always order like Spanish food. We order like traditional Spanish mantecados, which are the little like almond cookies. Um, and we order a, uh, like a ham. Why do you uh, have ham? Because, I don't know, it's just something that Spaniards do. That's like, another question. Why do people have ham on Christmas? Okay, so I looked it up, and while there's some belief that eating ham or pig products was a part of a kind of a Germanic pagan practice, it actually didn't really catch on until the Catholic Church decided to start promoting this really popular food stuff. Now, many other religions around the world actually prohibit eating pig. So really, the the eating of the ham during Christian holidays is really a symbol that you are a Christian and it's uh, differentiating you from every other religion. Later on, having ham, um, having a leg of ham or a leg of pig at your dining room table was a sign of abundance, something that we can all relate to during the Christmas holiday. But that's kind of our family tradition. I know when I was little, I would always go on Christmas morning early, like before the sun would even come out. I'd wake up my sisters and I'd get the stockings and we'd all go on my sister Jessie's bed and open up our stockings before the parents woke up. And so it was, we were always so excited. And then we'd have to wait to open all the rest of the yeah, presents. Like- Big presents. Exactly. That was always really fun to do. And and so now, I don't know, I'm excited to start new traditions now that I have a son. So, yeah. I mean, like you said, I have my elf. 
not Christmas time anymore, but I know. Well, like New Year's, we always celebrate the Spanish New right. Year at 3 p.m. with grapes. Yeah, exactly. We eat 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight. And it's always really funny because you have to eat them really fast. And so your mouth is like full of grapes. But each grape is representative of one month of good luck. So you eat all 12, you have the whole year is good luck. The thing is, we don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> is it just believed? Yeah, it's just like superstition, you know. <laughs> you want to eat all your grapes because then you'll have good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next question. Where did birthday parties start? Now, this is our first proper question, by the way. Yeah, that is a proper question. Um, but, hey, our listeners want to get to know us, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're cool, interesting people. This uh, time, you're going to want to ask you, what are your family traditions? <laughs> yeah, we invite you to write down your family traditions and share them with us. <laughs> you can email us. You can. Um, that's We Think Podcast official. Is that it? Hold on. Let me see. We th- <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at We Think Podcast. Yeah, we think official podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, or yeah, email We Think Official Podcast at gmail.com or We Think Podcast on Instagram. So share your family traditions with us. Uh, you know what we should have done is I should have put a question out there and then added people's responses to this episode. Oh, well, next time <laughs> you learn, you live and you learn. Okay. So, what was your question? The question was, where did birthday parties start? Oh, yeah, when, where, yeah. Yeah. Well, the first record of a birthday party was around 3000 BC. So that's about 5,000 years ago and actually was in reference to a pharaoh's birthday. So when the Egyptian pharaohs were crowned in ancient Egypt, they kind of considered, they were considered to have been like transformed into like these gods And so their birthday wasn't actually celebrating when they were born, rather when they transformed into these gods. So that's the first record we have is about 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Now, there is kind of traditions we have for birthday parties, right? We have like a birthday cake and balloons and candles, right? I discovered that the reason we have like birthday cakes and candles actually we can thank the greeks for so the greeks they had a lot of like gods and goddesses and they offered tributes to these gods and goddesses and so greeks would often pay tribute to the lunar goddess artemis so the goddess of the moon and so they'd offer moon-shaped cakes and they put candles on the cake kind of to recreate the glow of the moon And so the candles like kind of symbolize this sending of a signal. And so blowing out the candles was sending a message to her. Um, So that, I thought that was so interesting that, you know, the candles were actually meant to, to to who? To Artemis. The moon was a goddess, right? So her name was Artemis in Greek culture. The the thing is, but NASA's thingy, if they're going to the moon, its mission is called Artemis. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. See, now we know why. Totally makes sense. See, NASA's smart. They know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. How cool. I love that. They know. They know. They know. So, yeah. Then um, I also found that in Germany, we had the first 
evidence of like a kid's birthday party that's very similar to the birthday parties we have today. And they were called Kinderfest. Kinder meaning kid, you know, like child. That's where we get the word kindergarten. Um, fest being like festivity, party. So Kinderfest uh, kind of started in the late 18th, 18th century and more closely resemble like what we have today. You know, one candle for every year they were alive. The Germans actually added one candle. So if you were turning 10, they actually put 11 candles because it was like, good luck. That's how it all started. What do you think, everyone? <laughs> okay, when did people start giving presents? You know what I'm talking about. I didn't say it a full sentence. Yeah, yeah, like kind of what's the history of like gift giving. giving? Yeah. Well, we can also say thanks to the Egyptians for that. Gifts were always given to the pharaohs who built like these massive pyramids to store their wealth for the afterlife. So people would always gift pharaoh gifts. The Romans did this too. Like they gave good luck tokens. Um, they would give presents so that they were owed favors. Um, it was kind of like a political thing. Like here, here's a gift and that shows my allegiance to you. The same thing happened in the in medieval times. The gifts were given to secure like personal favors of the king or to show allegiance in times of war. Our own political system, they'll do this. You know, they'll give gifts um, kind of to show allegiance. But um, that's kind of how it started, like this gift giving. But it's really innate in humans to give gifts because really simply put, like we feel happy when we give gifts. We feel happy when we get gifts. There's apparently studies where people uh, were asked to give gifts as part of an experiment. And the result was that people actually felt better and happier about their own lives by giving gifts. I mean, that makes sense. You're being nice to other people, so it's making you feel happy. Right, which is so cool and like kind of a neat lesson to learn. Being nice to others actually helps you, too. It's like when someone else yawns and then suddenly you yawn. But (laughs) instead of that, it's um, when they are happy, you'll get happy. Totally. Totally. It's like a greater, like a social connection, you know. And express your feelings of gratitude by giving someone, you know, spending your own money or spending your time or energy to give someone a gift. Gift giving at Christmas, a lot of people say it's referencing to when the three wise men gave gifts to the baby Jesus that was born. Um, But I know for a fact that that practice came before that time as well. Um, Again, it had to do a lot with gods and goddesses and like giving gifts so that they would favor you. My favorite part of my party is having people give me gifts. I really like gifts too. I also just like spending time with my family and friends and I can't wait until things open back up again so we can we can do that. We can have proper birthday parties again, right? Mm-hmm. This and year so for cool. Ollie's birthday, we drove by with balloons and we gave him um, presents. And even though it was kind of sad because we couldn't like really hang out, you do what you can. That's what's been so hard about this past year has been we've had to put aside all these traditions we're so used to and think of new things to do which I know was just so hard for me because traditions are usually surrounded around family 
for me, it was pretty fun. Oh, yeah? What did you like but about it? It was kind of annoying because of technical difficulties. <laughs> it Wait. was fun because I could stay inside. I like learning from home a lot. You prefer it than going into school? Yes. Because some people have a really hard time with it, but it's awesome that you like it because it really worked for you. And I'd rather stay home because I can do what I want in that time. Let's not be in a school. <laughs> That's true. You can kind of do it at your own pace. How does it work? So we have one four-hour class, okay. two hours English, two hours Spanish. Okay. And then it ends at 12. And it, so it starts at 8, ends at 12. And then from at 12, I get to do whatever I want. I usually have my lunch, and then I go play games. How cool. I also have a small group where I learn things like Spanish reading for better students, but not the entire class. I have my creative hour where I can be creative and I don't have my screen so I can focus on being creative. I, and sometimes I even work on in schoolwork. For, like, for example, like a project. Do you find it hard to concentrate for like four hours straight or do you guys have breaks? We have breaks. We have two breaks. One shorter break, one a little bit longer. But we've been going on for 23 minutes. minutes. That's it, folks. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> you can submit questions on wethinkofficialpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, you can find <laughs> us on Instagram at we think podcast and you could submit your questions and any other comment we need yeah, we want to hear from you our next episode is gonna be so good like the first episode yeah it'll be similar huh not that similar it's a little different yeah it'll be similar it's a little different but it's around the same theme yeah kind of ish you'll <laughs> just have to tune in and figure okay. out what we're talking about yeah <laughs> awesome okay everyone well keep thinking friends and we'll see you next time bye, bye.